Hi, my name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. I always say faith cannot rely on the wisdom of men, but only in the power of God. Now, talking about the wisdom of men, we are super delighted to embark on our new series called Unlocking Wisdom through our book of Proverbs. So, Yemi, what do you have for us in store today? Well, Philia, we are using the book of Proverbs to go deep into what God has designed for us to learn about the truths of life. We are using this book to gain insights into the fundamental truths for living a successful life with wisdom and knowledge. Today, we are covering Proverbs verses three, I mean, Proverbs three verses one through six, which is about trusting Lord. And we will be reading this because it's only six verses. I'm reading from the ESV version, but feel free to use whatever version you like. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your crooked path straight. Amen. Amen. I absolutely love, love, love that verse, especially the last one where you're trusting in the Lord with all of your heart. I think it's really important to trust God because it's really the only way that you can really test your faith. It's it's really the only way you can measure how much faith you actually have in something, right? Because it's so easy for us to say, yeah, I have faith. That, yeah, I have faith. But when you're left in that situation where you have to fully trust, you don't know what's to come. All you know is what the present is. That to me is a true measure of faith. And it's also a true measure of really how much you depend on God to lean on. Because us leaning on our own understanding is trying to navigate, be the navigators of our own destiny. It's, you know, showing that we like to be in control, but at the end of the day, we have to relinquish that and know that we have absolutely no control over what happens to our lives because only God conducts and navigates our lives. I mean, I I, I agree. I think we do. We're creatures who like to exercise complete control. And I mean, I think to some extent we do have control, but I think what what this wisdom truth is teaching us or what Solomon is trying to convey is that you don't have to go in it all alone, right? Like it doesn't have to be team yummy all the way, team Philly all the way. It could be team Philly and God, team yummy and God. It could be yummy, Philly and God, right? Like lean not on your own understanding because we're limited in what we know, what we see, our perspectives are shaped by our experiences and It's very subjective. And sometimes we hit roadblocks because we are limited, right? We're trying to get somewhere, we're trying to do something and we're stuck or we're 
we're, we're having failures or disappointments over and over again. And that's because we're relying on ourselves completely and totally alone. God wants us to rely on him. When he says, trust with all your heart, that means it's completely unwavering, unequivocally, unequivalent, unequivocally, unequivocally trust God. Mm -hmm. And that's not easy because we're man and we learn from what other people are doing or saying and people are very much of this world. Like, I didn't need nobody. I did it myself. I'm a hustler. I'm going to go out and get it. And so you think you need to follow those steps in order to have a life that looks like that. And then what happens when you follow the steps and your life doesn't look like that? You're like, what did I get wrong? Exactly. But God is saying that I have a plan and Mm -hmm. I have a purpose for you and I want something good for your life. But trust me, right? right? Don't go in it alone, right? Mm-hmm. One thing, if God gives you a vision, he's going to see it come mm-hmm. to pass. But if that's not God's, according to God's plan and purpose, whatever you're planning may may fail. Yeah. But if you take it to God, maybe not only will you gain understanding and clarity, maybe he can use whatever mess up you did for your good right. to get you to where you need to be. That's true. That's true. You know, um, I, I like what you said about the whole idea of trusting, because when you're unequivocally trusting, it's putting your heart, your mind, your soul into, into some, into God or into something that you're not sure what the consequence is going to be. All you know is that the word tells you that God will will lead your path. God will make your crooked, specifically your crooked path straight. So anything that is not of God, God will fix it for you, but you got to completely trust in him. And I think that, you know, I, I, I understand when you say, yes, we have some degree of control of our lives because yes, God gave us choice, right? And he also gave us wisdom. Now, do all of us use the wisdom in the way that we're supposed to? No. (laughs) Do we make the right choices all the time? Absolutely not. However, he does allow us to mess up on purpose so that we could trust in him. Because sometimes when we do fail, that's when we easily turn to him. So sometimes I think it's also a setback for a setup to come up. Oh yeah. Like, so we talk about that all the time. And that's why now when things don't necessarily go my way, I always say, you know what? It's because I did not put God in the mix, in the midst of it, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. call on to him. Like even the things that I'm going through, I'm like, God, you know, please help me, help me uh, have discernment into the things I need to do, the decisions I need to make, help me, you know, make the right choices because in the past I've not made the, the right choices and look at where it has gotten me now, you know? And I think that the trust is, is definitely stronger than it has been in the past because I'm starting to see that the more I trust in God, the more I have faith that he will set my crooked path straight, the more I'm finding that everything that I kind of want is starting to manifest itself. So I, so that there's like some real pending things that could be truly detrimental right now to my future in terms of my finances because of my house and things of that sort. But in some weird way, I'm just not fearful of it. I'm not Mm. fearful of what's really going to happen. As bad as things sound, I'm like, something will come. Something, someone will either have a bailout or an answer to my dilemma or God may 
sometimes I don't know if I should say soften or harden, but maybe soften Robert's heart so that maybe he can relinquish the house to me so that maybe I could start from scratch. And if it's a point where we have to sell it, that I will be able to find a place for my children and I, because I think that is the problem, especially with the way real estate is now and just rent prices. Things are so expensive. Like, does it make sense to leave a mortgage to get back into an apartment, you know, and pay rent so that you're making someone else landlord, you're, you're benefiting a landlord when you yourself can be an owner for yourself. So I just think that this, these are my struggles. And because it's so apparent and it's weighing on me, I know that I need to completely trust God with whatever's supposed to happen because I need that weight lifted off. And that's why he's there is so that he can take those burdens off of us. Well, Philia, as always, you are so transparent and you know, your life is a walking, you're a walking, living, breathing testimony of God's goodness and um, his faithfulness to you and to turn things around. And I love that you try to relieve yourself of that burden and say that I'm going to trust God because that's what he wants us to do. And, you know, I I think I miss, I I definitely misspoke when I said crooked path straight Mm -hmm. because it doesn't say crooked in the Bible, (laughs) but I've always remembered it as crooked and I don't know where that came from or where that originated. Mm -hmm. But the sense that our paths may be crooked, right? When God says, I will make your path straight, it doesn't necessarily mean your path was is crooked. It might just mean that he's going to make your plan a reality, mm. right? He's going to direct you. He's going to give you guidance, which mm-hmm. is something that I think a lot of us desperately need or, or what we seek, search for or seek. Like Philia said, when you hit that wall, you go to God. That's what we want. We want that guidance and di- direction, and so he will make the path straight, which means may- maybe he'll make the the vision plain. Maybe he'll tell you what the end is, right? Maybe he's not necessarily going to tell you how to get there. So it may be crooked. That's true. <laughs> Your path may be crooked. And that's not always a bad thing because there's many things that you can glean from a crooked path. There's many things that you can learn. We all want the straight linear path, but that's not how life works. It's not. Right. Like we all know that we we have these twists and turns and curved balls in life. But when those happen, if you lean not on your own understanding, if you're not Mm -hmm. trying to solve the problems on your own without bringing it to God first, you may not have that clear clear direction. Mm -hmm. You may not see the path ahead. Right. No matter how windy it is, right. you may just feel like it's going to wind you off a cliff. Right. And and that's not what we want because God doesn't want that for you. That's true. That's true. Um, and you know what? I think indirectly, we, we were using the word crooked because if it's not straight, then it's bent. And if it's not bent, <laughs> it's curved. And if it's not curved, that means it's crooked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I, li- I, I like it. And you're right. If it's not directly in there, then we don't say it. But it's like an indirect term in a sense, right? But when we say that God will make our path straight, I think that it will be great if every human being can get to A to B without going from A to C and B in the middle, in the yeah. sense, right? But it's not always like that. And those who do, hallelujah, and that's wonderful for them. But for the most part, it's like us. We always think we're taking shortcuts to things and you find that you're taking longer to get there yeah. as opposed to taking a linear path and just getting directly to your destination. So I think that these curveballs and challenges and loops and who, hurdles that we have to go through, they're there to strengthen us, to give us grit, to give us 
you know, tenacity and endurance to show us that it's, it's a long path, but it doesn't have to be a struggle. And when I, you know, hear all the time, oh, you can't, there's no progress without struggle and this and that, you know, you hear that a lot, you know, from people, but I think that there are also people who, who don't have those struggles and still get to their destination or still get the things that they want in life. So I always feel like the reason why a lot of us go through those challenges is because we did not learn from the first time, mm. you know, and I think that it happens and it continues to happen until we learn from it. And once we learn what the reasoning behind it is, which is to search, you know, for God's discernment and trust in God more, then they don't happen again. And then we can move on to our next challenge, our next phase, our next, whatever it's going to be, you know? And, um, I think that, you know, this, this, these six verses in this proverb, it's really reiterating the idea of trusting and obeying, you know, and listening. You know, I always think of God as the person in the middle. If you if you want to reach God faster, you can't put God at the end. You got to put him at the middle point. So let's just say your goal is 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 in front of you and you are here and you put God in the middle. If you make God the center, it's so much easier than to try to get to that goal. It's like God becomes the person who pretty much grabs both ends and 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 kind of solidify the path for you. So it, it's so the way I see, I almost see as a as an actual triangle. Like God is the top, and you are the right, and your 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 journey is on the left. Yeah. And with God being at the top and the most important and the focal point, I think you can always get your journey. That is the way to get that straight path. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, this um this section of this proverb, mm -hmm. it asks you to do a couple of things mm -hmm. in order for you to get the path correct right. um, or your path straight by God or for him to direct you, give you guidance or make whatever you're planning for come into a reality. Right. It asks you to trust in the Lord. It asks you to lean not on your own understanding, right? You can't do it alone. You can't do it in isolation. And you certainly can't do it without God, right? If you trust him completely, you wouldn't worry. You wouldn't be fretting about how is this going to turn out? Mm -hmm. Of course, we're humans. We're naturally going to have worry, but we can't live in that worry and fear. We have to eventually say, let go and let God. Right. And then when you don't lean on your own understanding, when you can't figure it out, you you say that God will do it. You will say, you will ask God to give you wisdom, right? We're in the book of wisdom. And so we ask God because he gives it freely. But he also says, acknowledge him in all your ways. This is what Philly is talking about, about him being at the top center point, right? A focal point. If in everything you do, you acknowledge God, you give him glory, you ask him, you ask him to give you wisdom, insight, make your vision plain. If you tell him you you trust him, if you're doing these things, he will make the path straight. That means there are steps you need to take and God promises that there's something for you in return. Once you take those steps, trust, do not lean and acknowledge. All these, these three things equal God making your path straight, right. God giving you guidance, God giving you direction. And it seems so simple, but we're flawed humans. We worry constantly. We look for answers everywhere else. Like Philia mentioned, that A to B thing, 
you're seeing A to B because that's what somebody put on social media, right? Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> but like Drake says, started from the bottom, now we hear, right? Yes. We don't see the, yes. the, the started from the bottom pieces. We always see you're here and the next day you're there. And so we forget that there may be a struggle in the in the in the in the in the interim and we forget that everyone's paths don't always have to look alike. Your path is designed uniquely for you. God uniquely created you for a unique plan and purpose suited for your skill set, your abilities, your talent, your personality, your character. Like Philia said, these things that are grooming you, it's grooming your character, it's character building, it's making, it's it's pruning you, like getting rid of like the the fruits of the the non fruits of the, of the spirit, spirit. Mm-hmm. so that you can walk in the fruits of spirit to mm-hmm. accomplish the goals right like sometimes our bad attitude mm-hmm. our ungratefulness our anger our impatience holds us back mm-hmm. that's part of our path mm-hmm. and if you keep running into the same stumbling block and you're not acknowledging God and He's not the Holy Spirit is not ministering to you that you need to get rid of these things. Like Philly said, you're going to learn the same lessons over and over and over again until you get it. You can't move to the next stage unless you pass the test. I'm not saying it's just a test, but I'm saying this is developmental, right? You think about milestones that kids have, right? They're supposed to reach certain milestones at certain ages. This is the same thing God wants from us. He wants us to reach certain milestones and we can't run if we don't crawl, hmm. if we don't walk, right? We can't go from nothing to running. Right. You know, um, Yemi, I love what you just said. You know what it made me think about when you think of the milestones? I think about when we say we want God our cup um, to have our cup runneth over, right? It's such a wonderful thing to think that he will bless us so abundantly that that will happen. But in order for that to happen, the cup has to be empty. Mm. It can't happen if it's already full. And that's full of the things that is not of God. That is full of our power trips, our pride, our struggles, our disappointments, our anger, our fear, all of the things that are not of the fruit of the spirit. So when I think of a cup, we have to relinquish all of these things and let God in so he can make our cup run it over so that he can make our path straight. So we can't have, we can't be distracted by all these other things, this stuff, this fluff, you know, that's in our cup, because how can he pour into it if we have it full of things that are not of him? Oh, and, and, and when you said that milestone, that's what came to mind. Amen. 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 You know, um, so we talked about the second half of this proverb, mostly the trusting God, but we didn't talk about too much about the first part that says, um, do not let kindness and truth leave leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them down on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. Right? <clears throat> and I think, you know, just quickly to talk about it, I think this is a, a, a relational relationship or relational uh, um a, a building block, mm-hmm. right? Like he wants God wants us to be kind and truthful. And these things are not always easy. Um, a lot of us like to think that we're kind, but sometimes our cup is filled with like past hurts, <laughs> our <Yeah>. anger, <laughs> something just happened. So true. Nothing, you didn't do anything wrong. Someone had a bad attitude with you. 
Now it's going over into the next thing. Mm -hmm. And so God is trying to tell us that in order for us to establish a life in good repute, like to have a good character, to, 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 for God to say, this is my good and faithful servant for your peers, your, your, the world, people to look at you and say, this is a good person. Mm -hmm. He wants you to operate in kindness and truth. And sometimes let's, let's get, let's turn away kindness, right? Because I think that's an easy thing to do. I think we just have to get rid of like the things, our baggage that we're carrying that allows us to say very mean and hurtful things or to snap at people or be impatient. That's baggage, right? We can pray about it. We can realize what our triggers are and we can work on them. But to be truthful mm. <laughs> means sometimes that you have to admit truth to yourself. Mm. And I think a lot of times we think truthfulness is just being telling truth to somebody else. Sometimes we have to acknowledge that we suck. Right. <laughs> we failed. Right. We did something wrong. Sometimes we have to apologize. Mm. Sometimes we have to be humble. So these are characters. These are building characters that God is telling us that God, mm. that God and man. Amen. Would approve of. Yes. So before he, you know, even when you're talking about trusting, leaning, all this stuff, like you're talking about this life that you're living right now and how you want to build it and what that's supposed to look like and the path you're supposed to walk. But like Philia said, if your cup is not filled with truthfulness, if your cup is not filled with kindness, how are you acknowledging God in all your ways? How are you trusting him completely? Yes. You're not filled in the way that God needs you to be filled so that you can move to the next step. So sometimes we need to, we need to focus on working on ourselves and being honest with ourselves. When it says bind kindness and truth around your neck, I mean, like I have jewelry that I don't take off in the shower, mm. right? Mm. Like what if like my kindness <laughs> never came off? What mm. if like somebody Cutting me off didn't change my kindness. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, man, yeah, I might say something in the in the meantime, but you know what? I gotta let it go. I think kindness and truthfulness is such such basic, fundamental mm -hmm. character building blocks yes. that everything we want in life can grow from that. God can use us. When we have these fundamental characteristics, God can make our path straight when we have these fundamental character, character building blocks, because we're trying to build and he's trying to build us. Yes. Yes. Amen. Um, I'm, I'm so happy, Emmy, that you've uh, also focused on the first part of this Proverbs because you're right. And you know what was the first line? Do not forget my teaching. Mm. That is so important because God gives us the word. The teaching is for us to be able to take it. Um, it's supposed to train us. We supposed to use it so that we can rebuke evil spirits. We, we can use it so that we can break generational curses. We can do so much that helps us grow spiritually in the Lord. So do not forget my teachings. He gives us these commandments. He gives us these teachings. All we have to do is meditate on the word so that they can fulfill us in the way that we need to. So I think in leaving on that note, I think 
it's it's just so important for us to remember that because that's all part of the trusting and trusting in his word. Yeah. And I think um, as Philia said, like we wanna we wanna leave on this note about trusting God and, and being who that God desires us to be and who we really we really want to be or who we should be. And I think a good exercise for all of us to practice this week and and you know for the next two weeks until we get to meet each other on the live is to write down three problems that you are worried about or whatever roadblock you have. Just write down three things that come to mind that you are struggling with currently. And then write a prayer Mm. based on Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Write a prayer surrounding these three areas of your life. And each morning, read the problems and the prayer and reflect. Now, if we are meditating on the God's word, like we're supposed to do, and we're taking our problems to him and we're practicing trusting him, mm-hmm. not leaning on our own understand, on our own understanding and acknowledge him and acknowledging him. Let's see how he makes our path straight. And I want to hear testimony. I'm really looking forward to doing this for myself and having some kind of revelation from God. And I'm really looking forward to hearing from other people. Awesome. So don't forget to do this. This is <laughs> going to be a great exercise for all of us. Yes. Amen. I'm really looking forward to that. And thank you, Yemi, for making that suggestion. I think it's a great challenge for all of us to do that because it's going to also help us look within ourselves and be honest about who, what, what we're doing, who we are, and what we're doing. So I can't wait um, to do this assignment and to hear what you have all come up with in the end. So we thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed this discussion on trusting in the Lord, uh, trusting in the Lord with Proverbs three, verses one to six. Before we end, we have a few announcements, and then we would love to close with a prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on Unlocking Wisdom. Now, Treading Faith is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, just spread the news and follow us. Don't forget to click that like button. Then you can comment and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, if you haven't done so already, we are still continuing to fill our jars of joy with a note, a scripture, a prayer, or just something God has done for you. Now, it's not too late to catch up. I mean, we're only in the middle of the year. At the end of the year, we will empty our jars or boxes and take turns reading our blessings. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Our prayers are strengthened in numbers. So we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. Father God, Father God, Father God, thank you. Thank you in the name of Jesus, dear heavenly father. We praise you today for the multiple commands in the Bible to trust you for in the times of trouble in that are out of our control, out of our circumstances, Father God, we pray that you make our winding paths straight, Father God. Father God, we look to you for everything because we trust in you, Lord. What we leave, Father God, peace and assurance that comes to us when we completely trust you. 
Father God, you always command our good in your word and in providence, and you always empower our obedience with your grace and your spirit. Hallelujah, Father. Father, first of all, for many attempts that we make, not that we need you, Father God. We need you to be in our lives. We need you to continue to be our Savior, Father God. Father God, we have always needed you to, to consult in you, Father God, because without you, nothing is possible. We praise you for your kindness. We praise you for your patience. We praise, praise you for your forbearance, Father God. We look forward to the day when we are no longer averse to our weakness and we pray to continue to be in your grace. Father God, we assume that we will only be able to trust in you with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding, but we trust you, Father as much of our heart as we can possibly muster, Father God. So if we break our promise, Father God, please continue to forgive us for we do not know and continue to make our path straight. Father, for the broken circumstances we love for you to fix, we surrender our palms up to you, Father God, because we are not worthy of you, Father. So we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins, Father God. Father God, we know that well enough that you realize that things are not as they appear to us in our naked eye, and you know us on all spiritual realms, Father God. So even when we try to look at some things with the eye of faith, sometimes we are still wrong, Father God, but only if we continue to trust in you, Father, that we can see with our spiritual eye what things that we need to do for you to always be pleased with our actions, Father God. Father God, we know that you are in control. And when it seems like you are not, we have trust in you, Father God, that you will always make things clear for us. And we know that you are consistently working in our favor, Father God. So in our light and our momentary troubles, Father God, where we are trying to achieve everything that we need, Father God, your eternal glory and your eternal faith and your eternal mercy outweighs anything that we could possibly um, need, Father God. Father, for all the broken people and all the broken relationships, we we are praying for you to fix them. Fix us, Father God. Fix us so we can surrender our palms to you in Jesus' name. Fix us so that we can confess what you already know to be true. Father God, in our exercise, we pray that we can continue to look within ourselves for us to, to figure out the things that we need, the things that we are lacking. Give us the the discernment and the trust that we need, Father God, so that those things can come out so we can write them down and put them in prayer for things that you already know that are in our head, Father God. Father God, we pray from the words of our mouths to the meditation of our hearts may it be pleasing to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen, and amen. Oh, we thank you so much for tuning in. We love your support. We appreciate everything and for everyone that is always on this podcast, just giving us praise and, and, and continuing to worship on in your own time. We love you. We can't wait to see you next week in our live. Um, until then, always remember to be kind to one another. We see you next time. We love you so much. Bye for now.